Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Portions of the Oilers Now podcast are brought to you by ProAmSports.ca. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. It's 135 in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer with you on Oilers Now. Some guests on the show receive gift certificates to Japanese Village. Three locations, downtown, south side, and north side. You can text us at 630-630 for Westlock Ford. If you're looking for a new vehicle, go see Paul Olson at Westlock Ford. Check out their great selection today at westlockford.com worth the drive to get your new ride to the westlock ford text line the fizzler making it count i predict that no matter what happens in the anaheim series bob complains bitterly every game about what happened in the oilers duck series last year that one comes to us from <laughs> and you don't hear me spe- complain special hello to the fizzler you don't hear me complain very entertaining i haven't, I haven't brought it up in months no but there was uh, Brendan brought it up today. Yeah. I mean, I, I, <laughs> what? I'm sorry, guys. No, I brought three it up nothing today, yeah. with three minutes to go. It should yeah. never oh, have come down. And that. they were up two nothing going home. Let's not oh, forget they, that they blew the they series. Blew the series. They yeah. had 22. Now the Hard- Fizzler. What, what was his tagline there? He's making it. What did he say? Oh, I, I think Bob said that on his own. No, oh, no, no, no. He no. doesn't have his own tagline. No, no, he doesn't have his own tagline. The oh, you gave him a tagline because it, it sounded like the Royal Pizza tagline, no, making no. it great, and then the Fizzler was something like mm-hmm. you know making it solid or something. No, no, no. He he rarely makes it solid. All right. Uh, let's face it. There were significant changes for the organization because of the failure in that series against Anaheim. You had two of the four like the Oilers had an entire line that they were counting on: Ryan Nugent Hopkins with Milan Lucic and Jordan Everly, uh, that was expected to do something, even strengthen that series. They didn't in the first four games. So Todd McClellan switched the lines, and he put Pouliot on the left side with Nugent Hopkins and Everlay. That became the Oilers' third line for the final three games of that series. So between Lucic, Nugent Hopkins, who are still here, Everlay, and Pouliot, that was $22 million worth of players, guys, did not score an even-strength goal in a series in which Edmonton lost three one-goal games. And Everlay and Pouliot didn't have any goals. They didn't have any, right. right. So like it goals at any it played a massive factor in the future course of the organization. Is that fair? Well, I think because the analytics completely team. fair if they get through the Anaheim series and even if they lose in four or five to Nashville, which based on the Oilers' record against Nashville since Peter Laviolette took over, are you saying that just because they haven't beat Nashville yet? Right. It might have been a <laughs> it might have been a possibility. But what I'm saying is, if they get to the conference final and lose, let's say in five to Nashville. I don't think they touched the team. I don't think... No, Puglia wouldn't have been back. 
At four million a year, they would they could not have brought Pouliot back. And quite frankly, if Eberle still hadn't scored or checked to the, you I don't know, you get to, to the, the conference final, do you really want to? I don't know. Well, part conference of it, final what? from Nowheresville to the conference final on a one hundred plus point season. The fact is, a strong argument can be made for, and I know you're not the biggest analytics guy, but Pouliot was no worse than a. Stone Cold Mortal Lock top six forward for the first two years of that contract that became a third line forward and even this he had year, produced like a four million dollar player. If you yep. looked at his first two seasons points per games played, he it was, was exactly bo- in line with a four million yeah, dollar yeah. player. And so he right, but there were other flaws to his game, and he he didn't he didn't play entire seasons. So that's the old what if Tiger Woods hadn't a well, read. There's more to your stuff, game right? than what you're doing on the ice too. He was a very popular teammate. And he well, could that, kill penalties, and he could skate, which were no, I'm, issued. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not debating any of his strengths. I, mm. I'm just saying I don't know if they were enough to justify keeping him at $4 million. Well, you know what? And the other factor is, you know, Peter Shirelli believed, because he's brought it up before, that there could have been the possibility of an offer sheet on, on, on Leon Dreisaitl, So, Which is absolutely a... I mean, he would know that. Right. Right? And that's, that's on a level that... None of us would know. Right. He would know that. Right. So, there so you if have. he had that fear, I think it was a legitimate one. All right. So let's switch over to the uh, Eastern Conference. And, uh, Brendan, why don't you drop the puck on the East with the Taylor Hall, New Jersey Devils against the Washington Capitals. Yeah, Stamkos hoping to play game one for Tampa Bay. Uh, it sounds like Kincaid will get the start for the Devils over Schneider. I don't know if, that, don't know if that's been confirmed, but it sounds it like... It has been uh, confirmed. Has it okay? Uh, Devils, by the way, 3-0-0 against Tampa in the regular season. All right. Uh, we're going to start with you, Jack. I'm taking New Jersey to win that series. Oh! Wow. I think I think Tampa peaked a little bit too early this year. I don't like how Vasilevsky played down the stretch. I don't particularly like how Tampa's top players finish the season. I think it's a classic case of if they start the Stanley Cup playoffs on March 1st, Tampa's going all the way to the final without breaking a sweat, but they don't. They're starting them now. And I think New Jersey's playing well. And I just have a hunch. I'm a big John Hines fan. I haven't let the fact go that Pittsburgh, in my opinion, wasted a couple of years uh, going the direction they did with Mike Johnston instead of promoting uh, the man in waiting for so many years with that organization. I think New Jersey uh, puts itself back on a national scale when it comes to the National Hockey League. They've been away for a while. And I think the Devils are going to announce their presence Six of an games? upset over uh, Tampa Bay. No, I think they'll win it in seven. I think they're going to go to Tampa and win okay. game seven. Reed. I I do agree there is the concern that Tampa Bay may have peaked too early. I, I just don't think New Jersey is, is deep enough. I, I think they'll make it close enough, but they, they just won't have the horses. I still go with Tampa Bay in six. Brendan. Well, the Bolts uh, were my pick at the start of the year to win the Stanley Cup. I will stick with them to win this series. I love Taylor Hall. I want to see him succeed here. I just don't know if he can do it himself. So how many games? Uh, Tampa in five or six. All right. I'll say five. I I want to see Taylor be successful as well. It wouldn't, you know what, Tampa Bay was my pick as well. Um, And they're going to be my pick throughout the course of the playoffs. But I would be elated if New Jersey knocked them off. Uh, but I just think that Tampa Bay, uh, e- even the fact that they loaded up without giving up some of their, in my opinion, their best prospects, I think Tampa Bay's got deeper scoring. Um, I mean, 
Patrick Maroon, Taylor Hall in New Jersey. That's interesting to watch from an order centric perspective. But I and I think Vasilevsky will probably look at it as a new season. But Jack, you're right; he was terrible down the stretch. I mean, he had five or six bad starts in a row. Because of that, I'll take uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning in six. The Leafs. And the Bruins, Brandon Carlo out with a broken leg. Ryan Donato expected to be a healthy scratch in game one, despite having nine points in 12 games down the stretch. That was the second-round pick for Keith Gretzky behind David Pasternak in the 2014 draft. Dan Heinen was the third-round pick. Anders Bork, who just came back in a lineup, is a fourth-round pick from that draft year. Rick Nash should be ready for game one. Freddie Anderson is 10-1 career-wise against Boston. Toronto went 3-1 and against the Bruins this year. Reed, uh, we're going to go with you first. Well, a lot of numbers there that make you think you should pick the Leafs, but, but I just think Boston is... Uh... Uh, a little older will be uh, a little wiser. I mean, last 55 games of the season, they were as good a- a- as anybody. So I'm still going to go with Boston. I'll take him in six. Okay. Brendan, we're going to throw a curveball at Jack here. We'll go with Brendan next. I'm going with the Leafs. I just have a feeling that Matthews uh, might be able to lift uh, the Leafs to victory in this series. As, and- as we talked about Anderson, he is uh, the Bruins' number. This is tough, though. Like I don't even have a clue with this series. could go either way. But I'll go uh, Leafs in seven. Jack. You said earlier that you felt like Winnipeg has the deepest group of forwards. I think the deepest group of forwards resides in Beantown. I mean, I think they are loaded. Yeah. And Boston was the most impressive team that I saw down the stretch. I'm taking the Bruins to win this series, and I think they'll do it in five games. All right. This is going to sound bad. I want Boston to win the series. I do. Uh, part of it is the... Jake DeBrusque factor? <laughs> I was trying to give you a, a lifeline there. No, that, it had nothing to do with it. Sorry, I should not have asked a leaded question. I shouldn't have gone to the. We do this all the time, Stover, didn't you? But uh, all right. So no, what no, was no. the reason? Well, I'll be honest. I, I'm from Western Canada. You I don't like the. Leafs. I don't like the Leafs that much. So, uh, but I think they're going to win the series. I, I think that Bo- what Boston achieved this year during the regular season was incredible. I think Bruce Cassidy did a fantastic job. Coach. Top three, Jack Adams. Yeah, absolutely. Top three, Jack Adams. He was for you. He was. For for me, we vote on that's the one uh, we we vote on the coach of the year. I I, I have a feeling Toronto's going to win this thing. I just do. So I'm going to take the Leafs, and uh, I'll go uh, Toronto in six. So well, you've been Babcocked, in other words. Uh, boy, that that has <laughs> a, a really negative connotation. <laughs> but uh, that's after, he, you know what? After eleven o'clock, Doc Jack. You, you know he uh, and we're not talking Sean Babcock. Uh, look him up on Hockey DB for fun. You'll get the uh, reference in a second. I just I look at Toronto, and everything tells me Boston should win. They have Char, they have Bergeron. That's two layers for Matthews to have to go through. They have a you know an experienced goaltender. Not that Anderson isn't experienced, but Rask is more experienced. And and I'm with you. They got a ton of young. Uh, Boston's got a lot of forwards. I just think Toronto's going to get it done. All so right, take the lead. Toronto has a lot of forwards too, Bob. They they do. They that have is. three really good lines. Brendan, you're you're with Bob every day. Who who brought uh, layering to Bob's? When when did that creep <laughs> in? Just, a couple months ago. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Someone must have said Bob's. something. Don't that cake. You know, he's Jack, all layered up. Jack, there's no structure and process left anymore in our broadcast. Right, that's edit. gone. <laughs> that's gone. But no, layering is definitely star players. <laughs> when we come back, we're going to look at uh, a series that Brendan really cares about and a series that Jack really cares about. This is Oilers now. When you want to fly your Oilers colors with fan gear. 
or outfit your fan cave, there's only one place. ProAmSports.ca. Jerseys, apparel, headwear, and memorabilia from your favorite players and teams. Whether it's the NHL, the CFL, the NFL, MLB, or more, ProAm Sports are your fan cave specialists. And if it comes with a ProAm Sports certificate of authenticity and hologram, you know it's 100% authentic, hand-signed memorabilia. So no matter who you cheer for, ProAm Sports has got your guy. Visit their Edmonton showroom on St. Albert Trail. Fill your fan cave at ProAmSports.ca. That's ProAmSports.ca. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. It's 146 in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer with you. Do want to tell you that portions of the show are brought to you by our friends at World Floor Carvings. Tell them Oilers now sent you. Received two times the air miles, reward miles, and your flooring purchases. We're all quite pleased in the Armchair Hockey League that uh, Daryl Cook from World Floor Carvings did not win. Rather, It's pretty bad when you'd rather see one of the lawyers win the pool than see... Uh, Wait a minute. You were up by 50 points. No, no, no. no. That's, a di- that's a different one. Oh, all right. You did hang on to win that one? The Pub 1905 pool, yes, yes. which I draft gratis every year. So, oh. okay. Uh, Yes, Daryl Cook lost our armchair hockey pool. It's the continuous <laughs> wait, pool. Wait a minute, you draft gratis as well? Yes. So you eat gratis, draft gratis? <laughs> yes. 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 So there Your got- name should be gratis. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know. <laughs> hey, good for you. 33 years, uh, you know, in this town after a while, you know, you kind of... All right. Out of stop. There you go. Uh, anyways, uh, World Floor Coverings, where they know a little about hockey, and apparently, Daryl, not quite enough, and a lot about flooring. Uh, yeah, Richard Smith from the Cherry Pickers, uh, a lawyer uh, here in Edmonton, uh, won our pool. This pool's been together, Jack, since... 19- where were you in 1989? 1989, I was uh, just entering high school. Okay. Yeah, I was in Evansburg. That was grade 10 or 11. Okay, so for you, that was like the best five years of your life. Oh, absolutely, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I was the first year I joined their pool was in 1989. So. It wasn't even uh, born yet, boys. you never won it. Is it a keeper league? I, well, I've won. There used to be two divisions, so I won second division like three times. No, but I mean, you the never pool, won the pool. No, that pool I've not won. The 1905 won. Three of the last four years I've won. So. Wait, you've been in a pool for 33 years, and I've never won it once? Eight, 28. Get Law the year. of averages. Boy, like, math isn't very good. 89. I to, thought you said 33. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. Anyhow, uh, yes, it, it just shows you. Well, he said thirty-three years in this town. Oh, right, right, right. Yes. It's Sorry. a keeper league. You got to drop Mike it, Eagles. Like after a while, you can't have a Mike Eagles anymore. Uh, who is the athletic director at which Canadian school? Oh, I don't know. I just threw him in there because Kelly Rudy told the story about being hit in a sensitive area by Mike. Well, Eagles Mike Eagles week. would do that too. He is at St. Thomas, I believe. Somebody might correct me on that, but he's out in the Atlantic right now. This day in Oilers history. Oh, this was a tough one. It's brought to you by New West Travel, Edmonton's premier travel company for 38 years. Looking at a great river cruise in Europe for 2018. New West Travel has terrific rates on fabulous cruises. October 10th, 1982. The Edmonton Oilers lead the LA Kings 5-0 after two periods in Game 3 of a uh, first-round five-game series, but the Kings rally for a 6-5 overtime win. Jack, who scored the game-winning goal, current uh, LA... Daryl Evans. Daryl Evans, there you go. Kings uh, radio analyst. Great dresser, by the way. Well, yes, he's... Now, there's there's radio money in LA, and that just shows you the difference. He wears a different suit to the game than he does to the morning skate. I do that a lot, too. I noticed that. It's just... 
Oh, because I haven't taken the suit. Yours aren't as um, flamboyant, ambitious as his. Yes, that would be flamboyant. Jack's a bit like that too. A little bit like a peacock with some of his suits (laughs) as the season wears on. Yeah. Well, I just go outside the blue, black charcoal, charcoal brigade. Jack, when when you have four chins like I do, you tend to want to stick to dark and solid colors. All right. uh, uh, I was working at the sawmill for Tob and Goodchild. Uh, You met uh, the Goodchild kids in Dallas that one night uh, when uh, McDavid had the three points and got sick and then got ripped by some guys in town because I didn't know he was sick. Um, that and seemed I, like a couple of subliminal shots all packed in I, I would never do that right to there. Mark Spector <laughs> and to Jim Matheson. Uh, but anyhow, I was working at the sawmill, and I was taking a cab home after it was 5 nothing after 2, and the LA Kings scored three goals on the drive from the sawmill on Calgary Trail back into Ermanskin. So in other words, you should have stayed put. I should have. I was the reason why they blew that lead. <laughs> this day in Oilers history brought to you by New West Travel. I got great travel deals for weddings, honeymoons, golf packages, employee corporate reward trips, call a friendly staff at New West Travel. Seven eight zero four three two seventy four forty six or go online at newestravel.com. We have seven minutes, so let's get to it. Brendan, uh, bring it. It's your Washington Capitals. Yes, the Capitals hosting the Blue Jackets in Game One uh, Thursday night. Grubauer officially starting for the Washington Capitals. He was eleven and three down the stretch since the deadline. Though the Blue Jackets fourteen three and two. Felino will be back for Game One. The Caps three one and zero against Columbus in the regular season. Jack. I think the Capitals have a pretty good record in the first round of the Stanley Cup playoffs, so I'll take them to beat Columbus in seven. Reed. Brendan mentioned the record since the deadline. Columbus has really put it together. They got a great goaltender, and as Brendan can tell you, when they have a guy like Thomas Vanek who can finish and work <laughs> to the extent that he does. I'm I did a whole show on Thomas Vanek a couple weeks ago. I'm sticking with my preseason Stanley Cup prediction. Yes, Minnesota-Columbus. Columbus over Washington in six. In Guaranteed to draw 400,000 viewers across yeah, North America. That seems high. That, uh, white, yikes. Uh, hmm, hmm. So much to hit on there. Uh, Thomas Vanek. So we got one guy at each radio station pushing for Thomas Vanek right now here on the sports side. Brendan, who you take? Oh, let me guess who you're taking between <laughs> Washington and Columbus. I have no feel for the Capitals this year. Usually I'm, uh, you know, on cloud nine thinking they're going to win it all. This year I'll just say they'll likely win this uh, first round series. I like Grubauer starting, by the way. Hope he hasn't been the same since losing in game seven to the Pens last year. How many games? Uh, six. Okay. I'm with Reed. I'm going to take Columbus. Um, I, I I wonder about Barry Trotz. I wonder if there's a bit of tunage there with that style, that approach. Um, As in tunage outage? Yes. Oh, okay. Yep. And uh, I, I know this. Edmonton got... When the Oilers played Columbus, that was one ugly hockey game. That was one team that was really going, and another team that didn't deserve a 3 nothing lead and got absolutely scorched the rest of the game. I'll go 6 as well. Here we go. Philadelphia at Pittsburgh. For me, this is going to be the best series. I, I honestly believe it. I just think it's going to be fun. Um, Derek Broussard looking like he'll be able to get in for Game 1 for Pittsburgh. That's their third-line center. Brian Elliott likely to start Game 1 for the Flyers. The Penguins went 4-0 against the Flyers this season. Reed Wilkins. Yeah, I mean, I, you know what? I'm just going to pick what I consider a bit of an upset, and sometimes the this, this season series turn around dramatically in the playoffs, and they did play well down the stretch. I'm going to go with Philadelphia to win in seven. Okay. Jack? What were they in the regular season against the Flyers? 4-0. What are they going to be in the playoffs against the Flyers? Are you going to say they're going to sweep them? Yeah. Okay. I don't think this series is any more competitive than Nashville-Colorado. Philly's a one-line team. And with average goaltending, I think Pittsburgh is going to slaughter the Flyers. Brendan. 
Yeah, I want to see the Flyers win, but <laughs> the goaltending will be a big issue uh, for the Flyers, I think. They're D. I like Provorov. After that, they have some liabilities out there. They won't be able to handle the Pens offense, so I'll go the Pens in, in uh, five. I think Florida and Dallas are better teams than Philadelphia and Colorado. They didn't get in, but I, I would be more worried if I were facing those two. All right. I know you sometimes, Jack, we, we make fun of analytics. Guess yes. which playoff team had the worst combination of save percentage and shot percentage in the NHL this year? The Pittsburgh Penguins, which is a sign that they were statistically unlucky. Not they had the worst shot percentage? Yep. Really? Even strength. Because they're power oh, play. Oh, right. Okay. Even, oh, oh okay. even strength. Even okay. strength. All right. Yeah, I, that's what I was a little confused about. Yeah, no, they, okay. they, they have been, uh, if, if and they've been coming on down the stretch here. The only thing that can undermine Pittsburgh for me is if there is an injury in goal, and you can say that about half the teams in the NHL. Um, and I, Matt Murray has not been as locked in this year no. when he has been there. I'm, I'll say Philly will steal one game. You know, it's funny. If Giroux was going up against Crosby, I'm like, well, maybe, you know, Couturier, if you had Couturier in a different line going up against Malkin, you could play that game. But again. they're easy to defend. And, it's a one-line team. And so I got to take Pittsburgh. I, I won't go four. I'll go Pittsburgh in five. But the numbers suggest that Pittsburgh's going to kill these guys. They're going to smoke them. They're going to scorch them in this series. There might be a couple six or seven to two games. That it just the laws of averages. Pittsburgh being the bad five on five team for the first two thirds of the season. And I, I'm with you. I think Philly was a little bit lucky to end up how they ended up during the course of the year. All right, we have uh, 15 seconds left. Out of the West, out of the East. Reed. Stanley Cup, Columbus over Minnesota. Same thing I said on October 4th. Jack. Rematch of last year's Stanley Cup final. Nashville and Pittsburgh. I will go Nashville and Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay will beat Pittsburgh in the third round of the playoffs. Or Yeah, yeah Tampa Bay will beat Pittsburgh in the third round. Brendan. I am going with Tampa Bay out of the east and from the west, the Winnipeg Jets. There you go. Well, you're going to make... I, I'd love to see the Jets do it. I just don't think they will. Jack, thanks for coming in. Thanks, thanks for, for having me. Thanks for the pizza. Reed, thanks for the Coke. And, no and Jack, thanks nice. for the heads up on the Andre the Giant special tonight on HBO. I'm Canada. very excited. That's, That's awesome. Good. That is good. I mean, I, I am really excited. I, I can't remember this this much anticipation for a TV program from my standpoint. That's yeah, incredible. Yes, it's a documentary on Andre that the Giant. That was a bad show. And, and several sense. of the uh, key individuals in one of the greatest 80s movies of all time, The Princess Bride. You and my wife would have a great time watching that movie. she That's her favorite movie of all time, The yeah. Princess Bride. Yeah. That one and not The Unbearable Lightness of Being. But anyhow, no. I like No, no. <laughs> Two and a half hours of visual excrescence. There we go. All right. Up next. Uh, hey, thanks for everybody for listening today. Uh, coming up next, we've got the 6.32 afternoon news with Jalen Nye and Andrew Gross. We'll be back tomorrow. One of our guests will be Craig Simpson. And uh, we might see a puff of smoke as well coming out of Roger's place tomorrow. Wait and see on that front. Uh, a 6.32 news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. So long, everybody, from Waters Now. Offer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for any brand in your office? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. On Oilers Radio, 630 Ched.